0: Welcome to the 4Fanboys Podcast where we talk about movies, video games, and all other types of media. I'm Nick.
1: I'm Joshua. I'm Kyle. And I'm Zach. Today we're going to be talking about the video games we grew up with. Maybe some classic retro games, maybe some a little less retro, but still that we grew up with. For example, I was a little behind the times for a lot of my childhood. My first... At least one of my first video games was an arcade cabinet we had in our living room. It was Galaga, I believe, or definitely one of the ones within that line of video games. I was not even tall enough to really properly reach the controls. Uh, I was not very good at it either, and I never got to the point where I was able to get very far in it.
0: I mean, it was a fun game though. I definitely used to play it a lot. So growing up, my, one of my first experiences with games was at a bowling alley that I used to go to, where my parents would play in leagues for hours and uh, leave me there with them. Uh, they had an arcade in it, so they had one of those dual-boot Pac-Man and Galaga arcade setups. And I didn't have quarters, but what I did have was I somehow figured out that during a certain part of the game in Galaga, when they're like showing you how to play... You can take control of the ship and play for free for like the next two minutes. So I got a lot of free uh, two-minute segments of Galaga doing that, and nice. it was a lot of fun. You
2: took advantage of the free trial.
0: I think it was probably supposed to be like a developer mode or a debug thing or something. But during the when they show you how to play, it'll have a few ships fly down. And then remember the ship that would come down and like try and grab your ship and spin it around to suck it up and have like a tractor beam? I think so. When that ship started coming down, you could actually take control of the uh, player ship and then play for the next two minutes. It was pretty fun.
2: I remember when me and Kyle were kids, the dentist we went to had a few arcade cabinets in the waiting room, and you didn't need any quarters. I remember some of the games, I think the original Super Mario Brothers was in there. The Yeah, the one where it's just Mario running across the line. And I think there was this one where you pop bubbles or something.
0: Dig Dug? Or, Pop uh, bubbles. Bubble. Oh, uh, I don't know why I said Dig Dug. It's the one where it's like the little dragon dude.
2: Yeah, you're like have to bounce a, a color bubble off the wall. Yeah, we, they
0: had that at the bowling alley too. I forget what it's called. Yeah. I think
2: that Dig Dug. I also remember a Home Alone 2 game yeah, or one game, which I had no idea how to play. I never knew. I just went on it, hit buttons, tried to do stuff, and didn't know what was going on.
3: And then either one of the two bandits would come and kill you and that it.
1: I don't know, I think that's still how I play video games. Tuh. Just hit the buttons and hope something happens. So some things some things never change.
3: Yeah. I think they also had Pac-Man there. And the I thi- bubble
0: game was Bubble Bobble. Bubble Bobble, that, that was, was probably it. it, yeah.
2: They also had Breakout, I think it was called, when you're uh, moving a small like thing on the bottom of the screen to bounce a ball to hit a bunch of bricks and break them.
0: Yeah, I think the arcade name for that was Arkanoid.
2: I-, I don't remember. All I know is you're this, growing this little thing, kind of like Pong, but without another Yeah, like pong. one
1: player Pong, basically. Yeah. That was a fun little game, though. And I remember a while ago there was an Easter egg on Google Images. I don't know if it's still there or not, where you could, I, I'm pretty sure you could play Brick Break with, like, a Google Image results. That's amazing. It would, like, knock down the images or something like that. Wow.
2: Yeah, I think I remember hearing about that think you can do something similar on the 3ds internet thing where if you tap touch screen to the original mario theme music it will have you play a little mini game i think similar to that i don't know which one you play but i know you played the mini game very cool
1: yeah th- so besides the arcade games i think my first console was a sega genesis ours
0: too wow i feel left out my first console was a ps1 wow,
1: wow. that's you know just kids these days don't understand that you had a turn the TV to Channel 3.
0: Yeah, I remember that.
2: Before you had, like, a bunch of different inputs and stuff. Uh,
3: Our first two games with the Sega Genesis was uh, uh, Mortal Kombat 3, and I think Sonic 2, with, like, a Sonic and Tails add-on that you would... It was...
2: Yeah, I remember that. I think it was... Yeah, it had the little add-on thing.
3: Yeah, it was DLC before DLC, except you'd connect it to the cartridge of the original game and connect it to the console.
2: For those of you who've never seen it, it's... Imagine a cartridge, but... With a, a input slot on top where you can put in
1: another cartridge. Yeah, I think I I've seen that, but I never had that one myself. I didn't. I don't think I really had good games on the Sega Genesis. But when I went over to my aunt's house, she had she had the good one She had Sonic. She had Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong on Genesis? Not on the Genesis. She had like Nintendo systems and stuff too, which I'd never had. And that was Donkey Kong Country, I think i was so bad at that too but i will say the the minecart level with like the red and green lights that one i've remembered forever for some reason oh.
2: zach in your defense the Kong country games i heard are actually pretty hard
1: yeah i was i was not very good at video games i remember parappa the rapper i could not even figure out how to play that one i gave it a couple of tries and nothing nothing worked for me so i was like eh whatever dumb game <laughs> i can't play it it's dumb
3: yeah
2: i remember playing Mortal Kombat 3 and always kind of like cr- not really cringing but kind of reacting to some of the fatalities like one where you're in a clock tower and the environment fatalities when you cut someone they fall through a bunch of floor land spikes i remember that f- feeling as if it was vivid you know it really wasn't
0: man this is no fair the only sega genesis game i ever got to play was when i went to my grandma's house when my uncle was living there he had some like football game it was like john madden's f- football
2: oh the first madden game
0: for the sega genesis and that was it that's my whole sega genesis uh lifetime playing
2: i, I got to uppercut people into rail uh to uh train tracks and watch them get run over yeah by a train. That,
3: that one was funny i remember the luke kang fatality where you make an arcade game fall on them <laughs> i remember those like oh man rules.
1: Mentioning Mortal Kombat like that—that that was also a really early video game I played and was bad at. As always, I was not—I was not good when I was a child at video games at all. I'm still not good, but I pretend I am. you miss you. But the interesting thing that with the Mortal Kombat is I can, when you mentioned that, it brought back memories of playing it at my aunt's house. But it was at like a really old house that I forgot she even used to live in. But like I can vaguely picture it thanks to the memories of Mortal Kombat. Wow
0: well actually speaking of uh being reminded of old games i just remembered i think i used to have a pac-man machine in my house it wasn't plugged in it didn't work i don't know why we had it but when i was like four years old i the the house that i lived in when i was four i vividly remember having a pac-man machine in the living room and now i'm sad that i didn't get to play it ever
2: i remember play and plug games i don't know if anybody here ever heard of them the
0: spongebob play and plug game was the best play and plug game ever
2: for those of you who don't know, uh, a plug-and-play game is the game is inside a controller you bought at, like, Walmart and Target. And, like, Spongebob one, like Nick just mentioned, it was SpongeBob face and his, no- no- and his nose was a joystick. You, like, plug it into, like, old TVs had, like, three plugs of red, yellow, and a white one, I believe. And, you and just TVs plug in... I still have that. Oh, do they?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, some of them. I don't know if all of them do.
0: That was called, what, Component?
1: yeah component or rca or something no one really uses
2: them anymore except like they're playing old console even then it's better to use an uh, hdmi converter
1: although even before the component ones you'd have to plug it into the cable input or they would have that little hook thing that you kind of screwed like over or something yeah so it was like a needle that
0: you plugged in and then you screwed it
1: it was yeah it was weird um And that was when you would have to turn it to like channel three or sometimes it'd be like one or two even depending on the TV Uh, Plug and
0: play also had you turn to channel three,
2: right? It did it was basically a mini video game console and controller. It came with a few uh, short games nothing too hard or too like like, uh, Nothing too
0: hard nothing too hard Remember the one where it was basically Donkey Kong, but you played as Spongebob rescuing someone I, from- I uh... actually don't remember the specifics. Yeah, so there was a few games on there that was fun. There was Spongebob's Bubble Pop, which was Bubble Bobble, but Spongebob. By the
2: way, all the games are basically just based off of actual of like other popular games.
0: There was one where it was Donkey Kong, but you played as Spongebob climbing up the chum bucket as someone threw like, things that rolled down. I th- it was probably Plankton. I don't know. There was one with the hooks where you had to like, go back and forth and not get grabbed by one of the hooks. Oh, I, remember I think that. I
2: remember that one.
0: There was one where you were in a maze and you had to go around and do like mini-games to rescue people from the maze, and Sandy's Surf Adventure was the last one where you uh, did the surfing mini-game from whatever game had uh, surfing, a surf level. I forget what it was. Was it Battletoads? Maybe. Uh, I don't or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? one of the two. They had something like that but you were sandy surfing you had to pick up the power-ups while dodging the enemies
2: i also remember a spider-man one yeah i remember that
1: yeah i think i had i don't know if i had the spongebob one i kind of feel like i've seen that one I, i think i did have a couple of those back in the day but i had a ps1 so i didn't really play those too much well speaking of ps1 and spongebob
3: does anybody remember the uh I forget what it was called, but you need to get like a sandwich from Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy or something. It was called Super Sponge or something like that.
0: Josh, do you remember that?
2: I I don't. Was it on PlayStation 1?
0: Yeah, I believe it was. I remember a SpongeBob game for the PlayStation 1. uh, That
1: honestly sounds very familiar.
0: But I don't remember anything about it besides playing it.
1: Actually, on the topic of PS1, I take it back. I was a pro gamer as a kid. Do You know Why? Why? I somehow made it through the tutorial to driver.
0: Oh yeah, my. Yeah, I remember Super Saiyan. Uh
1: Yeah. So- that's I'm next level, sorry. I don't know. I never played driver. Neither did I. It's There's like a checklist. It's notorious for having like an incredibly difficult tutorial and I don't know how but I made it through.
0: Maybe you should have stuck to driving games.
2: Oh, I remember we had a few a couple driving games when Kyle had his kids. I remember, we didn't really play them a lot. There's one we played a few times, only because there's this one part in the map where you drove like, down a long hill, separate to other hills, and every, like, and every time you uh, went like near the bottom of one of the hills, your car would go like flying or something. I don't know if Kyle remembers
0: that.
3: I don't remember
0: that. My favorite driving game I played as a kid was probably Grand Theft Auto 3. And I know it's bad, but I definitely have vivid memories of being like 5, 6 years old just playing GTA but, 3.
2: So we played GTA and Mortal Kombat as kids, but yet we didn't grow up to become violent criminals. Oh my
0: god. I did play uh, Mortal Kombat Trilogy and Mortal Kombat 4 growing up, but I never played Mortal Kombat 3. Oh.
2: And speaking of Super Sponge, which I know we're kind of off the topic, but now I remember because I just looked it up. Yeah, I think I played it.
0: I remember it being really fun. I remember playing it a lot. I literally don't remember anything Super about sponge. the game. Super Sponge.
3: I remember always getting stuck at the Sandy level. And what would happen is that they had, like, a system of, like, you, you can since there's, like, no water under there, you had to wear the helmet with water. But over time, I forget, you would, like, you lose water or something. So you need to go to, like, a pool and fill up or whatever. And that level was extremely hard. I remember never getting past it that.
2: It was a side stroller in case anybody was wondering.
0: A really fun one. You, like, collected jellyfish nets and spatulas, I think? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Also, speaking of PlayStation 1 games, have anybody ever played the Buzz Lightyear Star Command video game?
0: Yeah, that was really fun. I feel like I had the disc for that, but from the day I got it, it was too scratched to play.
2: It was actually pretty fun. I mean, I could just be saying it because I was a kid back then, but I do remember it being fun.
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, Every level... Uh, you would chase a bad guy throughout the whole level. The bad guy from the Buzz Lightyear TV show. And if you... And there's, like... uh, You find LGMs on the map, just as, like, collectibles. You get different weapons, get shield upgrades, stuff like that. And if you beat the villain to their hideout, uh, Mira, who is a character from the show, would weaken them. But if uh, they beat you to the hideout, then uh, you have a time limit to get there before they escape.
2: Also... Uh, It was pretty cool. Like, some of the other characters of the show were sort of, like, power-ups. Like, there was this one big fat guy who was friends with him. Buster. Yeah, Yeah, Buster. So if you collect his token, he'll do a body slam on the stage and destroy a bunch of surrounding enemies. But but the slightly negative side was that uh, the boss could still run while you're stuck in that animation. So it's sort of like a risk and reward type thing. Also, uh, you need certain amount of metal to go to certain levels, so you had to do, like, main games on the things, like find all the pieces of the robot friend. I forgot what his name was. XLR or something like yeah. that? Yeah. It was honestly really fun.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, the only Toy Story-based game I ever played as a kid was... I think it was Toy Story 2 for the... Whatever console it was, probably PS1. But maybe PS2? I heard that was pretty good, though. I remember it was fun, except there was one part of the game where you controlled the RC car with like third person isometric gameplay as a racing minigame and it was terrible I could not beat it as a kid
2: I really hate how like during that era like for the longest time like probably from around PS1 to like early PS3 a lot of like game development companies thought adding in more content just equaled a better game even if if they didn't put any care to that content it was just like sure a racing minigame Sure, this type of game doesn't make any sense. The Sandy level
3: from Super Sponge, that I never beat the game as a bit.
0: You know who was putting out pretty good games back then? Who? Oh. Uh, was it, I think, Disney? Did Disney make Tarzan? Yes. Oh, yeah. Alright, uh, because Tarzan was a great game, Lion King was a great game, uh, the Aladdin games were really fun.
1: Ooh, I played the Aladdin game, I'm pretty sure.
0: There was like two different versions of it. I only played one. I don't remember how it was split. It was like one console had one, one console had the other.
2: Speaking of good games from that time, designed by Brember, the PlayStation 1 uh, Spider-Man games by the Game, by game
0: Loft. Eel underscore Nats to unlock everything in the game. All cheats, all outfits, all everything. Including alternate play through the campaign mode.
2: Yeah, it, basically you know how everyone really likes the PS4 uh, Spider-Man like, exclusive. It, it was basically the similar to that where... It was a really good Spider-Man exclusive on PlayStation 1, and it was honestly, like, really fun. Uh, The story was really good, all the boss fights were so fun, all the enemy encounters, and a lot of good cheats, like Nick said.
0: They had so many outfits that you could play as, including one that changed my life forever. The Amazing Bagman? The Amazing (laughs) Bagman. That was my favorite outfit, even if you could only have two web cartridges when you used it.
2: Would it be okay if we spoiled the final
0: boss, or... uh... I think at this point it wouldn't be a spoiler anymore. Okay. But that thing scared me so much it did. as a kid.
3: I, I wanna say I don't think I beat that simply because uh, Monster
0: Ock freaked me out. Did I gotta it? say, uh, my dad was the first one to beat it in our house, and then after he beat it, I went and played through in kid mode just to beat that boss. I
2: remember I played on a kid I played through kid mode, but not because I thought, Oh, this is easier, because I really liked how they said the name difficulty when you put your like cursor over it. Like when the character when the voice actors would say Kid Mode. I just thought that was cool as a kid.
0: Yeah, it was really fun.
2: Also, Monster Ock, who that is, it's Dr. Octopus, but he's wearing the car in his symbiote. It's truly, he it was truly terrifying. And he didn't even speak, he just growled at yeah, you and chased he's you. He's screaming,
3: like a guttural scream, scream,
2: die,
3: die, die. And the cutscene of when he catches you, he's like scratching at you with his hands and hitting you with like the, tentacles. the robot tentacles. And as a kid, that's dark. And, and dark. like
0: he's running after you and like destroying walls and barricades, and there's so much stuff falling all around you. It's just, it was terrifying.
2: And I love Venom in that game. Like, the writing about him, his boss fight was really tough if you go back to it now.
3: That was one of the things that I kind of got stuck on. His uh, boss fight. The first encounter of his boss fight, for some reason, is harder than the second one.
2: I remember during, he would turn invisible, and then he would reappear somewhere or on the, uh, in, on the map. And then he would just, like, grab you and, like, pull you forward and, like, punch you and, like, take off a bunch of your health.
3: He has attacks and so much
2: damage. Oh, one of them where he would literally lick you first like in a slow animation wouldn't do any damage and then he would punch you.
0: Yeah. It was really fun though. I mean, a lot of the bosses in that game were great. I can't think of a single one looking back where I was like overly frustrated. Like even if I had trouble beating the boss it was still fun to go against them. Oh, and one but... of
2: the best parts is that it was narrated by Stanley
3: The thing of the bosses in the second game Beetle was not a boss. He was in a cut. He was in a few cutscenes. He interacted with Spider-Man. He was obviously a bad guy, but he just stole whatever he stole and then left, and that was it. And also Sandman. Once you beat him, he just leaves.
0: You don't yeah. lock him up or anything. He Unfortunately, I never played Enter Electro. You I've, didn't? I didn't. No, I didn't.
2: Enter Electro is pretty much the same. Might be slightly better.
0: Wait, better? Oh man! Now we got to go back and play that.
2: It might be. I mean, I played them both back to back a lot, so like they both kind of in my memory just gelled into the same game.
0: I just think it's so cool that they had so many Spider-Man villains. So many, like, secondary heroes to Spider-Man.
2: Yeah, they have the Human Torch. Uh, he comes in and just talks to Spider-Man in one cutscene.
0: Uh, Punisher was in it. Daredevil was in Captain it. Captain America was in it.
1: Surely the most ambitious Marvel crossover.
0: And, in fact, I'm pretty sure the cutscene for uh, the Human Torch was you had to, like, find a four like a four building i guess it was probably supposed to be the baxter building yeah, was... on the map and then if you swung to it he would have a cutscene to talk to you uh, no you know, that would play or... either
3: way what you're thinking of as you find it on the top is the collectible oh is it a collectible book. Comic, yeah. comic book
2: fireman oh, okay. does have voice line i think he says oh it looks like the fantastic four aren't here right now i guess i have to do this by myself
0: okay but the best 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 voice line in that game golden yeah one of the voice lines for when picks up something.
2: Oh, and all the bosses have their own, like, bio there where they have their character model shows them in walking animation and the short summary of their character, which is also narrated by Stan Lee.
1: Man, some of these older games were just built different.
0: Yeah. And there was a gallery where you could see all the characters in 3D and how they would move around the world. Like, you could change Spider-Man to be swinging or climbing or walking. And I think you could do that for the other characters
3: yeah probably not swinging, you know
0: well yeah but funnily enough was i don't think green goblin was in the game
3: he wasn't either no there was no goblins whatsoever that's actually maybe if they ever made a third one they were, well the one based off the movie was basically a new was basically a sequel to those two it, it played s- very similar yeah same it exact was, gameplay
0: i think originally it was going to be the third game but halfway through development they instead were forced to tie it into the movie
3: that must have been it, because it was... It, gameplay was exactly like it. Like, if he just told me that was a sequel to Enter Electro, I would have believed it. Cause yeah. I think it was originally like, going to be.
2: all Spider-Man's, I think, combos, moves, his animation, his, how the swinging works, it's all exactly the same.
0: Oh my god, the web ball was so fun.
2: I will say, with that game, it was really fun. I was a bit disappointing with the ending boss battle. Just because, it, like, you fought the Green Goblin before that, so and he was harder... And that was probably the easiest version of the Green Goblin.
0: Yeah. That really sucks, though.
2: Yeah, yeah, just saying, I prefer my bosses. If I have to choose being, being easier than they should be or harder than they should be, I prefer final bosses to be on the harder side. Because yeah, just, me too. It's a final like obstacle before you beat the game, so it should feel rewarding.
0: I gotta say, though, Spider-Man was not my only beat up I played as a kid. I also had this game for Power Rangers Lightspeed I think it was Lightspeed Rescue?
3: Power Rangers game?
0: It was a Power Rangers game. It was like a co-op co-op him up where uh, you would play through the level fighting like minions then you would at the end have to fight a boss and then the demon queen would make the boss grow and then you would fight them in your megazord uh,
3: which, wait which one was it lightspeed rescue lightspeed Rescue. Okay,
0: that was really fun too my favorite level the one that stuck with me is there was a level where you played on a moving train to fight like the vampire dude Uh-oh. that kind of reminds me of the count from sesame street if he was a power rangers <laughs> villain but you know uh but that was really fun
3: uh, another really good playstation game is uh, crash bandicoot
0: spyro oh i only played
3: spyro through the demos on the crash bandicoot games and you need a cheat code to play the demo that was in the game manual
0: i never played crash bandicoot as a kid i was a spyro kid i had all three spyros
2: What? Oh, just saying to this day i still go back to uh crash 2 on ps1 every now and then
3: yeah crash 2 was a lot of fun we, ne- we never played crash one until the remake but Crash 2 was a lot of fun. I remember playing Crash 3. I only remembered playing it after I played through the End trilogy. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember playing this with worse graphics. Uh, but uh, two Crash games I played a lot was uh, Crash Team Racing
0: and yeah. Crash Bash. I was going to say, I only played Crash Bash. I was oh, overly so
1: fond of Crash Team Racing. I, I was obsessed with that game for a while. No, the yeah. funny
2: thing is, I never knew in that game that you could... Oh, for those who don't know, it was a kart racing game like Mario Kart.
1: I didn't know you could drift, so I just beat the entire game just going forward. I probably did the same thing to be honest. But that game, it also had like a whole story mode too. It did. It
3: was a really cool story mode. The Uh, cutscene with Nitrous Oxide. Yeah, he was he was an alien that was a racer, and he challenged Earth to a race. And if he won, he was going to turn the whole planet into his own private parking lot.
2: Hello, Earthlings. I am Nitrous Oxide. If you beat me, you'll be the fastest racer in the galaxy. But if I win, I'll turn your entire plant to one big parking lot. Yes, yeah, right
1: yeah, that's scary. I, for how much I loved Crash Team Racing, I never played the Nitro sequel.
3: Neither have I. Yeah, I've heard it. It's not as good.
1: Oh well, that's good then. I guess.
3: I I also don't like the new character designs from like future Crash games. I kind of just prefer the older stuff. Oh. Funny though, story about a uh, Crash Bash uh one of the characters, Rilla Rue, that was his first and until the uh the Crash Team Racing remake, his only appearance in Crash Bandicoot. Like the funniest thing is that the story is good versus evil. Uh the good mask, what was it? Aku?
2: Yeah, I think Aku Aku is the good and one. then
3: Uka Uka's evil one. I think. They were in like an argument over like a bunch of crystals and they're like, fine, let's see who's uh the bad best one so then they get a bunch of good guys and a bunch of bad guys to play mini games against each but other. They straight up only...
1: put his name backwards and called him a villain. Yes.
2: Oh, by the way, there's only two good guys in, in the in, in Crash Bash they could get. So they just have. So he just so they have Aku Aku say, hey, you're cheating. You have to make uh, players put two of them on my team." He's like, "Oh, fine." Then he puts Tiny and uh, Dingo which, Dial. Yeah, Dingo Guile on the good side. I think
3: that's why those two are some of my favorite Crash characters because they're more prominent. In the, like mini
1: game man games. when you originally said crash bash i didn't really I didn't really ring any bells but then when you started talking about mini games i was like oh my god yeah i remember yeah. that one not, that was good too although not all the main games are winners the
0: ice the one with the ice it was like breaking ice or whatever with the polar bear oh, theme. that was fun that was fun
3: yeah you were on an iceberg that tilt and you're trying to knock other players off of it
2: and this one i think it was had a similar name to the title i forgot it was where you can pick up and throw
1: boxes and spin kick yeah but that, that one was that okay. was really
3: I really like that one. Was, that one had the Papu Papu boss fight.
1: Was that the one where they had that one dude in the middle, like, spitting out flames and he had to, like, go around circles and dodge it?
3: Right. it sounds like it could be quite That's a Crash
1: 3 with Dingo Dial. That does sound like the Dingo okay. Dial boss fight. Yeah, fight. okay, Dingo Dial. That's yeah. right. So I remembered, like, the character, kind of, and, like, that, but I wasn't sure if it was, like, one of the minigames or an actual boss
0: fight. Also, I lied. I just realized that Crash Bash wasn't my only Crash game. I also played the Wrath of Cortex. The fourth one? The fourth one. Oh. I heard those when that.
2: the games start going downhill.
0: I don't remember enjoying it. I don't remember anything about it. I just know that I had the disc in my house and I played it.
2: I saw the first cutscene online and I saw someone explain why they didn't like it. I didn't. I personally didn't like the opening cutscene because uka uka he was never a comedic character in the third game yes some stuff happened that were funny but he never made any jokes his thing was he was a serious villain and they made him make jokes when the first thing that happened in the cutscene so like okay they don't really understand the characters that well and then i saw a ge- some reason why they said the game isn't good like the first uh world is an ice world which is everyone's least favorite thing in platformers and they all they all the returning bosses from past games aren't bosses anymore they're just these easy like, obstacles that are just, like, in the world. Like, it showed tiny tiger in front of a Crash. And he would just walk side to side trying to block Crash's way. And if you pass him, he doesn't do anything.
0: I'm actually so mad now that we started talking about platformers, though. Because now I have to talk about two of my favorite I, platformers. I think I know now. what you're going to mention. So, the oh, first no. one was a Rayman game. It was a spin-off. It was, like, Rayman's learning math adventure or something. <laughs> and it was terrible the point of the game was learning like simple addition while doing a rayman-esque platformer where you played as rayman and it was really bad but it has nothing on my favorite game of all time have you guys ever wanted to play a barely 3d game with just the worst soundtrack ever with tank controls with where you jump the camera looks from the above down on you so you can't actually control your jump where enemy hitboxes are way bigger than they need to be, where the currency that you collect is also the only thing you can use to attack the enemies if you're not jumping on them. <sighs>
2: I want to play that all
0: the time. All the time. Sounds, it's so fun. It Bubsy3D, to my cousin, who, uh, when he gave me a bunch of games, <laughs> they were all Japanese, so I couldn't play them except Bubsy3D. blessed you that day. I hated that game so much. Oh, my God. And then you gave it to us. I didn't give it to you. I I gave you True Crime Streets of L.A., but I hand-drew a sheet of paper that looked like the Bubsy box, so I could give you a box that said Bubsy, but then inside was a different I, game. I
2: remember playing Bubsy our house. Though. I brought it over.
0: Uh, Unfortunately. It was terrible. It was.
2: now One other PS2 game I want to mention, uh, SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom.
3: One of the best games of all time.
0: No, it was better than Spongebob Battle for Bikini Bottom? Nothing. Nicktoons Unite.
3: Oh, I remember that. I, I played a little bit of that, yeah.
0: You got to play as Danny Phantom, so like, Danny best Phantom. game ever. Danny
2: Phantom, Jimmy Neutron, Spongebob, and, oh, Timmy from Fairy Aunt Paris.
0: It was so good.
2: Yeah, it was actually pretty good.
3: I, know, was, I was going to say, you know, Jimmy Neutron has some pretty good video games. You I never was, played any of you them. You never played any? Not Attack of the Twonkeys? Because that one was pretty good. No, I didn't.
2: I what I like about Attack on Twonkies, it felt like they had a lot of creative freedom with it. Like it didn't really follow the movie super as much and they like put a lot of their own spin on it.
3: Yeah, like uh in the TV movie, the Twonkies, they all become the same giant monster, but in the game they become different giant monsters with different powers and you gotta beat them different ways and stuff like that.
2: Also the gameplay reminds me of Luigi's Mansion where you had to vacuum up the Twinkies. Or not Twinkies, uh Twonkies.
3: It was surprisingly good. Um, was that the game with the... Uh, sort of like they'd have you have to collect certain items and then combine them in certain ways to invent new like uh, gadgets that you
0: can... Maybe? That sounds like a Jimmy Neutron thing. So if they had that in any of the games, it would probably be that one.
2: Also, have anybody played the Jimmy Neutron PS1 game based off the movie?
0: Yes. No. No? I didn't have a lot of PS1 games. Uh, the one that I had that stuck by me for a very long time was Digimon World.
3: (sighs) Digimon, of course.
0: Look, that game was great, okay? It was basically like Tamagotchi for your PlayStation, but then you also got to explore an island and fight and stuff. It was so cool. Even if, just like Spider-Man, I was really bad at it, so most of the time my dad was the one playing.
2: (laughs) One other PlayStation 2 game I would like to talk about, well, I think we had for Xbox was Battlefront 2 we had battlefront 1 for playstation 2 though
3: yeah the battlefront games were really fun they um, were i remember we went to a friend's house and they had online so we played uh, an online match with people and i think that was our first online multiplayer game
1: dude our like dumb local co-op or not co-op but like when we would fight each other in battlefront 2 that was so silly but so fun it we would what we would play as like the Jedi and Sith and then just like go at each other on Tatooine.
3: Yeah, there's on uh there was a different uh there was a game mode where you play as the heroes instead of the soldiers. And that was a lot of fun.
2: Also, I really I really like the maps of Battlefront One. I felt like they were the most unique. Most of the maps in two were just taken from the movies, but a lot of the maps in one felt more like st- more unique and more like original.
0: Yeah, but didn't Battlefront two have space battles? Yes. Which you guys didn't like. I mean, I've grown to like them.
2: Yeah, I think I like them better. From when I was younger, I didn't really like them.
3: I like them. I like systematically destroying your enemy. Also, uh, the hitting vital points.
2: Yeah. Also, the story mode in two was really good.
3: It was narrated by the five O first the, the blue clones that, uh, were worked under Anakin.
2: You also played through Order sixty six and literally fought a bunch of soldier versions of the Jedi, which were similar to heroes but less health. They don't have it anywhere outside, you can't uh, play that faction or fight that faction anywhere outside in that game of the one campaign mission, which is so dumb.
3: I think I ended up making a separate save file where you're about to play that level because you can't level select, so if you want to play that level, you gotta play through the whole campaign until you get to that level.
2: Oh, they also had another unique mission where the some of the Caminos are rebelling against the Empire, so you have to fight uh, like uh, these soldiers who are similar to the Republic clones like with a bit different audience like they have the more tanky uh anti-vehicle character but with the machine gun instead of the rocket launcher
0: that's really cool actually the games just were a big love letter to uh star wars fans especially compared to the newer ones
3: speaking of classic star wars games what about the episode 3 playstation 2 game
2: that was a lot of fun
0: Speaking of cl- even more classic Star Wars yeah. games, what about Dark Forces, which was basically what if Doom was Star Wars? I never played that. I uh, it was heard about it. Really good.
2: I guess I should play it.
0: Um, I th- the main character was Kyle Katarn, who ended up being like the teacher in Star Wars Jedi, Jedi Academy. Yeah. yeah,
2: I played Jedi Academy on backwards cap- uh, compatibility recently. It was really
0: fun.
1: Yeah. Uh,
3: what about Star Wars Bounty Hunter?
0: Ooh, that was really fun. I think I only ever played that with you guys, so... That was fun. I beat it not too long ago.
3: And as a kid, I never beat it, and I can see why. It's easy to get lost. Some of the levels are just too hard, like, really hard. Like, it took me a few tries to get through. And you have limited lives, so until you have lives, you start the whole level over.
2: There's also no good cover system or dodging system from enemy fire.
3: And it's a lock-on third-person shooter, so, like, you can't even manually aim the game and just lock onto like a random
2: enemy it's live space so if you run out of lives that start level over and there's no cheat code for unlimited lives There's one for being to not to be an unlimited health but no unlimited lives got really upset at that
3: <laughs> when i was playing it like not too long ago finally beat it when i got to one of the bosses towards the end uh he glitched and he wouldn't move shoot or anything he just stood there and i just shot him for like a few like and he was just standing there taking it and i just killed him that was it did any Clearly. of
0: you ever play the uh, Star Wars Arcade Cabinet? Mm-hmm.
2: I think I might play played one as Death Star Run and Mall somewhere. Once, because that's science Age sounds familiar.
0: Yeah, so you would like sit in it. It was like one where it was kind of like a small room but it was an arcade machine. And there was like one joystick and you could pick between three games. I think one was the Death Star Run. One was you would battle against Darth Vader and I forget what the third one was. Probably flying around to tie up the uh, ships during the Battle of Hoth. The ATATs. ATATs, thank you.
3: Yeah. I never played it, no.
2: It sounds familiar, though, I might have. I don't know.
3: I remember Rogue Squadron, which the best I run was like the first tutorial level. And the funniest thing is, is that once you beat a level, you can replay it using any ship. But if you don't play it with an X Wing, you automatically lose. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, because only the X-wing can do the, rock, the the torpedoes necessary to destroy it.
0: I didn't play Rogue Squadron, but I did play Star Wars. What was it, Starfighter? Yeah. It was I- another flying Star Wars game that was really fun.
1: Man, how many Star Wars games did they make? A lot, a lot. Okay, a lot. so there was Dark
0: Forces. Dark Forces okay. 2.
1: But there's one uh, Star Wars
2: game I want to talk about. The um, episode are- Two One. I was going to say an RPG one, Kotar, Knights of the Republic 1 and 2. Of course. Both are amazing. Amazing soundtrack. Best games, not just Star Wars games. And I don't care what anyone says, the gameplay is still good. Like, some people
1: say, like, oh, the gameplay is good anymore. Nope, it's still good. I I
3: don't want to play a Pokemon game in a Star Wars game.
1: (laughs) Uh, Some people really don't like the turn-based style, but the advantage to turn-based is that it doesn't age too poorly.
2: I would also want to say with how they handle turn-based in the Knights of the Republic games, you can pause, come back temporarily, not pause the game and just have, and plan out everyone moves. Okay, this party member, say, fires, like, rapid blasters, while this other party member, who's a Jedi, they use stasis field and stun everybody. And then you could use, like, shock or something, I don't know. Like, can plan out a bit more?
3: And it's Or you once can you get... just spam flurry. Yeah, you could do that. But once you get used to, like, the turn-based combat, in a way, the game gets a bit easier, like, towards the very end it feels like there's a non-stop of enemies attacking you which made it very hard for young me to beat the game but other than that once you get used to it it's kind of like easy like the turn base
2: Kyle, remember the first time we played the first game yes i do we didn't finish it
3: no we didn't because
2: because we didn't know how to build like no, how to build it in was RPGs. an awful build yeah
3: i guess that's sort of part of it you got to know how to like do a correct build
2: I mean, you can also do it partially correct. It's just we never played an RPG before that. So we were just like, sure, let's get that feat. Sure, let's put points into here, whatever. Like,
3: they based it off of the D20, which I think is Dungeons & Dragons system. At least during that time, wearing certain armor wouldn't let you use force powers. (laughs) I think when I first played it, I didn't even realize with feats you could scroll down and there was more feats you could unlock. I thought like the feats they just showed you; those were all you had.
1: I mean, to be fair, that's probably just bad UI design at that point. If it we was that easy kids to we when open, we played that game. I know, but there, there's still a point where the data, if it's like obscured, there should be an indicator that you can find more. Yeah.
2: And I'll also say, my dad did beat the first game. He does. He didn't. He, uh, growing up, he didn't really play like a lot of games, so he did play that game and did beat it. He did like it.
0: Didn't you guys also have, like, a Star Wars RTS on your PC? Yes,
3: yes. we had uh, Empire at War and the sequel, which was just an add-on. It was, was an expansion, expansion, but it might as well have been a yeah, sequel. Yeah, might as well have been a sequel.
0: Yeah, I definitely remember going over to your guys' house and just watching you play that for a few hours. That was a lot oh. of fun. Before we pulled out the actual lightsabers.
2: It's probably, like, stored away somewhere since it was on disc. Yeah. I don't but, know if we'll still be able to play it, though. It might not be compatible yeah. with the new... Nowadays, products. you probably just
3: buy it on Steam or something. Yeah.
0: You definitely okay. can. Yeah.
2: Also, another Star Wars game I want to talk about, Obi-Wan Kenobi for the Xbox, yeah. which is uh, slightly different than the Obi-Wan Kenobi game on the PlayStation. I believe the
3: Xbox one's better, I want to say.
2: It is, if, especially graphically. Like, he, you play through Episode 1, but through the eyes of Obi-Wan Kenobi.
3: I remember being able to run around Coruscant and just kill random civilians for some reason. I don't know why they let you do that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> in, the, in the PlayStation one, you can do that too. Like, you can kill all the... Uh, all the Jar Jar guys, the Gungans, if you wanted to.
3: Didn't the Wookiees fight back? Yes. Because like, there was, like, just a random Wookiee.
2: Who was, I think, almost invincible, or, like, took a lot of hits, so it was possible to just kill you. Also, they did, like, a prequel thing where you fought, uh, like, a crime organization to find out, oh, they're connected to the Trade Federation. You go to the Boo and fight the droids. Also, Kyle Bremer, the combat system, how they did it a bit differently.
3: I think so. The controls. What, how'd they do it again?
2: Uh, the the right stick instead of it controlling the camera it controlled where you swung your lightsaber left right oh yeah it was
3: similar to Jedi Academy I think sort of in terms of doing that I think that's how Jedi Academy did it I believe
2: did they
0: it was something like that I think well anyway I really liked
2: it
1: man I didn't play a lot of these Star Wars games I mean Battlefront 2 and Knights of the Republic were great but I've, I've just remembered some really old games now like in Kindergarten I'm pretty sure they had... I think it was, like, Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego or one of those kind of games. That's definitely one of the earliest ones I've played. Then there was, like, browser games. There was that one website. We just looked this up a couple weeks ago. Do you remember what that was, Nick? I do not. Uh, it's, yeah, I don't remember exactly what it was. But
0: oh, oh, oh. Uh, Funbrain Arcade?
1: Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, you'd get your little, like, board... Um, and you'd, like, advance down the board and play different mini games.
2: So kind of like Mario Party?
0: Yes. Um, except it was, like, a one-player thing yeah. where you would just kind of move down the board and there were set mini games, oh. And there would be some sequels. It was a lot of fun. I'm sure you guys played it. Well, if you like looked the, at it, you'd remember it.
1: Like, the Stickman one. There was, like, a few of those.
0: Planetary Pinball.
1: Yeah. yeah. One that, like, I always remember is the one where you're on, like, a skateboard And you go down to build up speed, and then you're supposed to jump over the trash can at the end. But somehow we learned, because we would play this in school, and we learned if you would right-click. I don't remember if you had to click something else, or you just did the right-click or whatever. It would for some reason bug out, and you would just keep going without having to time the jump, and it would just count as winning for you.
0: And then there was another one where you played as like a stick man trying to save his girlfriend or something. Uh, if you hit right click and then hit next it would take you to the next screen without having to actually beat that screen wow that's fun
1: we kind of took the point out of actually playing the games but that's <laughs> that's half the fun is finding the dumb little exploits all
0: i remember though is that by the time i was no longer playing those kind of games they still hadn't finished all the making all the games so i kind of want to go back and see if they're done yet
3: speaking of browser games anybody remember bloons tower defense
0: Loon's Tower Defense. Boy, do I! I still play the sixth one.
3: Remember that? I remember uh, me and
2: Nick playing that in like engineering class.
0: That was all we did in engineering yeah. class.
2: <laughs> well, hopefully your engineering teacher isn't listening to this.
1: Well, I mean, they were strategically building structures in critical locations right. to accomplish a specific set task. We were engineering. That was definitely engineering, yeah. man.
0: Although, completely unrelated, but related to that class our project that we had to do, building a catapult, where uh, we were the only ones that actually followed instructions, but we got the worst grade.
3: Because he graded on, like, how far you can, like, catapult something.
0: But then no one else actually listened to his instructions. But everyone else's went further, so he accepted that anyways. So I guess if you guys want to be an engineer one day, just ignore everything and do what works, don't do what's right.
1: Oh man, you remember Cool Math Games?
0: Ooh, that was the only way to get around the... Uh,
1: the proxy
0: (laughs) that and there was a couple websites
1: or was it wait no we we would use proxies to get around it rather
0: so what was it like a firewall
1: yeah they they, like blocked a bunch of websites cool math games was one of the only ones we found that you could get around but there was a website I remember I'm not going to say the name because it's probably not around still or if it is it might be like a really sketchy website nowadays But you would just, like, type in the name of the website, and then, like, I think after the slash, the website you want to go to or something like that. And then it would proxy you straight to that website so you could kind of get around the firewall. Although, I gotta say,
0: before uh, Funbrain Arcade, before Cool Math Games, I was on, uh, I want to say, oh, man, I can't remember what it was called. Because I know I would go on Miniclip and Albino Black Sheep to watch videos. But I forget where I went to play flash games. I'll have to like think about it and I'll look it up, and then randomly bring it up later in the middle of someone else's conversation.
1: Oh man, that reminds me too. I know, like you played on Congregate a lot. Oh Congregate, I remember that. Yes. I personally did a lot of the games on Board.com. That I, was that a. That sounds familiar. Yeah, they had they had all kinds of weird stuff. It was to me that was more than the days of the internet where it was. Hard to find things. Yeah. So, I th- I don't know if that was a website my dad showed me or what, but they just had dumb little mini games, and that was all I really needed.
0: Ooh, did anybody ever play Adventure Quest or any of the spin-offs from that?
1: Adventure Quest. No, no other
0: ex-Guardians it? here. So, uh, it was like a flash game where it was kind of medieval, high fantasy based, where you would play as an adventurer, level up. Uh, it was like an RPG. Uh, I don't know it was just kind of 2d really really old looking i'll show you guys one day it was a lot of fun of old
3: fantasy rpgs josh do you remember this uh our print class everybody for some reason just jumped on this one specific like anime like browser RPG i remember game. that i don't even remember what it was called but everybody built
2: a class everybody Everyone friended each class. other
3: yes mo- majority of people picked warrior
2: so uh, we had no healers no tanks
3: and we we didn't even play for each with each other that long i think we all got bored of it after like a few days or something but i, I think i just
2: made a character i even i made a hunter just to make it different
3: the, we'd message each other and stuff and playing it even
0: though all like right there after. that was a lot of fun yeah. oh so i guess the website i went on i think it was miniclip i'm looking it up and this looks exactly like what i remember it
3: well i feel like there's just a lot of websites that are just well known that like any so, classmates gonna be like hey just uh, go on this website i'll let you in you'll
2: or whatever. So you played on MiniClip, but have you ever played on Large Clip?
0: I have not. I oh, don't my... even know if that exists.
2: It, it. Oh, by the way, that's a joke. Please don't search it up. I don't know, like, if that's a real yeah, thing. Yeah, that's what I thought. In case it's like a, like, you know, anything like virus website, don't look it up just in case. Although my
0: favorite gaming website was when I was, I mean, I was still like young, but a little bit older than MiniClip and FunBrain Arcade. Was this website called ArcadePreHacks.com? Where you would be able to play like any game from any game website. or Not any, but a giant list of them. But people would have hacked and modded the uh, Flash games to put cheats in. So you could be like playing Feudalism 2, but with infinite money. With max health on your, uh, whatever they were called. I forget. It was just a lot of fun. Or Arkanoid, uh, Brick Break with infinite lives, stuff like that.
2: two flash games i really want quickly brought up i think it's like remus like adventures like
3: remus like the yes the hillbilly guy
2: yeah remus or something i know what you're talking about and what's the remus and oh i forgot their names
1: man it sure sucks that flash is totally dead these days so nobody will ever nobody will ever know
3: but i could bring up remember uh like cartoon network flash games and like disney nickelodeon flash games okay. all right but before okay. you bring them up no. i just
2: i found the name this it's called remus and liam uh they have the self journeys of remus they were supposed to be working on the Bowls of remus like they made the first one it's the only one you have to pay for apparently you're supposed to make a second one it never came out oh those were good games yeah but the free ones the self journey of remus is still out there you can probably still play them pretty fun Okay, you can say your thing now.
3: Well, I was just saying, anybody remember any Flash games from, like, Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon or Disney or something?
2: I remember Flip or Flop. Yeah. When you play a SpongeBob making Krabby Patties, like, you flip the burgers when you have to. You send them the way the order does. Every once in a while, Patrick ran come up and eat one of your orders.
3: That's like uh, that cooking game. I think there's a few like that, cooking online yeah. games.
0: I used to play, believe it or not, Digimon ones. Oh. Uh, uh, so there was, there was two. There was one... That was based on Digimon the movie where you're going through like the internet and you had to like dodge uh, things. So it's kind of like the one where you play in a tunnel and you're attached to the wall mm-hmm. and you move left or right to move around the tunnel and uh, you have to dodge it. It's the one that I did really good in Mario Party that one time because oh, yeah. I had experience playing it as a Digimon game. And then there was like a weird RPG sort of thing where I was based on season three, best season. Uh, where everyone was, like, brainwashed to be evil, so you had to go around the world and beat them in order to uh, break the brainwash. And at one point, you could do, like, a boss rush where you fought a bunch of really, really powerful Digimon when you were, like, still really weak. And if you managed to do it, you would, I think, unlock, like, your Mega Digivolution or Ultimate super-duper early and make the rest of the game a breeze. I never was able to do it. Uh,
2: Another Flash game I really want to bring up is called Henry Stickmin. It's on no fame. played it. Basically, everyone's a stick figure, and he say the first one he's robbing a bank, and then you have to choose what thing he uses to rob the bank, and it shows a funny animation. If you choose the wrong one, like there's a teleporter one, and it, like teleports in some like random place. Every game has a teleporter. It never works, by the way. Uh, sometimes the references, like I know, once t- in one game you're kind of fighting somebody, and you choose a turtle from a turtle shell for Mario, you, like, kick it to him like in uh, the Mario & Luigi RPG series. It's pretty funny.
3: I I think we all probably played the Henry Stickmin games. I didn't play the Henry Stickmin
0: games.
2: You can buy the entire collection plus a new one. Uh, it's the only way you can buy it in that collection. It's like the Henry Stickmin collection. You have all that. You also have bios where if you click on any character that shows it even once, they have a full bio, click on, you get to unlock it's, it. It's, it
3: remasters the old ones. Like, you can still play the old ones for free, but they won't look as good and they won't, you know, have all those extra bonus stuff.
0: The uh, games I played were oh. Bullet Time Fighting, which was uh, you would both, like, shoot at each other but you would have, like, Matrix powers to dodge the bullets. Don't remember anything about it past that. And Interactive Buddy. Anybody play that? I was,
1: I was just thinking about that one, actually. That game was ridiculous. So, can you explain it? I don't. Yeah. I have played it. What, what's you, it called? You got, like, a dumb little yeah. goofy dude who was pretty much just, like, a bunch Five of circles. circles. Um, to vaguely resemble like a person, and then you could like do things with it. You could be nice or mean to it, and it was just really weird.
0: You can drag him around the screen. You could shoot rocket launchers at him. Flame is that a phone game? It was like a flash game back in the day. Oh,
2: I-, I think they made a mobile game very similar to it. I saw ads for it a couple times.
0: There was that. There was falling sand.
1: I was going to mention that one too. Oh. Can't believe you beat Danball. Falling sand was so much fun. Oh yeah, there was yeah there was a couple versions. I do remember like Danball. Danball had another one where it was like a stick figure RPG. A stick
0: figure RPG by Danball. I think it was Danball. Stick Ranger, the game that I have on my phone that I still regularly play.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh jeez, that was that was that was actually pretty fun. Even though I was terrible at it. Yeah. Yeah. Stick Ranger. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah. Does Danball still do anything? Uh, I have no clue, I really hope they do They had a lot of games If they have a mobile version of the game And they actually made it Because Flash died a few years back When they stopped supporting it Which means it can't be Flash based So somebody had to rewrite it
0: Maybe I'll go back and look Because there was a bunch that were really fun There was the Falling Sand one There was one where you could like stimulate physics In the Falling Sand engine If that's what you want to call it where you can have like earth or wind or something like that on the earth
1: yeah so explain the falling sand game because on its own it sounds silly um you had a a good handful of options you could choose from like dozens of them for different materials you could make fall down from above and a lot of them would interact with each other in interesting ways and you could kind of build little like i don't know what you would call it it would like scenes and yeah like scenes and you could set up like contraptions sort of where something would like fill up and then it might spill over into something else and cause a reaction there was also like like, water and plant it would start like growing or you could have things that would burn there was i think they had explosives even they had
0: nitro they had gunpowder they had gasoline uh, you also could shoot a laser into a mirror, and the laser would flip because it hit a mirror. It was really cool. My favorite thing was people would upload their custom maps online, so you would like download them, and they would be like obstacle courses for you to play through. That was probably the best part. Yeah,
1: because you could put in like a little stick figure character for and... player one and player two, and have like
0: races and stuff.
1: Yeah, it was quite literally a sandbox video game and it was it was so weird and that there wasn't you know any there's no goal or anything you just have random stuff you slap in there but it was really fun to play around with and he did a fantastic job just making everything work it was definitely fun and I do know yeah the, like there was at least a version I don't know if it was the original or a different one where you had like even air currents and such yeah, that was the same one. You could, I think, you could have wind that would blow around the particles and everything. But then
0: explosions would also make wind and air currents. Yeah,
1: yeah, it would, it would create like pressure zones. So
2: you, so you have earth, wind, and fire, <sighs> the four elements. I was referencing band, but that
1: too. Oh. It, yeah, it was sort of a creative outlet, and it was kind of ahead of its time. And I definitely spent hours
0: and hours and hours playing that game.
1: Cause I don't I can't think of anything else I've ever seen around that time that had such interesting physics implementations like that. For like a little browser based game, I mean. It was it was like just so much different from all the other ones you would play.
0: Can we just get a full release for that on Steam?
1: Maybe there is one. Who knows? Did you look it
0: up? I never have. And you should. Ow.
2: I don't know if any people ever played this game. Playing by remember the Ben Ten game based on the first series.
3: We had that on no. Wii, right?
2: Wii or the Xbox. Wii Wii.
0: I remember it existed. I remember watching you guys play like the first level. Yeah. You, you guys played as the Heat, whatever.
3: You played with us, and you you in co op you could like kill your partner, and we did that too a few times. And you got annoyed, I
0: think. Yeah, that sounds re- about right.
2: Part of the reason why I brought that up, I remember like when. My family first move, I think that was one of the first games we were playing when we got into a new house, so I, I kind of, like, have, a, like, kind of itched itself into my memory, I think. I don't know, I could just be forgetting a couple other games we played.
1: I don't remember Ben 10 video game at all.
0: It was before your time. Oh, okay. Also,
2: does anybody remember... Oh, yeah, the one Star Wars game, Force Unleashed. I played it on the Wii, remember? We kind of, like, co-op and stuff.
0: There was a Wii the Wii slash PS2 version, That's... and then... yeah. What was it? The GameCube slash? And the X... The, there was... The, not GameCube. It was on the Wii at that point.
2: Yeah, and then there
3: was the Xbox 360, PlayStation 3 PC version. Which was not as
0: good. Maybe,
2: but we chose the Wii version because that co-op. I
0: didn't even... Ones.
1: We didn't even talk about GBA, Game Boy Advance oh. stuff.
2: Well, you need to be kind of quick, so... All
0: right, so GBA. Before that, I had the Game Boy Color. I had Pokemon Yellow. I had Pokemon Red. I had that Dinosaurs game. Guys, remember that old CGI Dinosaurs movie? Uh, the last level you had to, like, dodge asteroids coming out of the sky. That was a lot of fun. Uh, and I gotta admit, guys, growing up, I didn't play the original Sonic games. I know. What? I'm the world's biggest Sonic fan. Yes. Can I played at least one of them? I only, I didn't have the consoles for it. I couldn't play Sonic until it, uh, came out as Sonic Advance on the GBA.
1: Oh, dude, I had a Sega Game Gear at one point that someone gave me, and it had... I think I only had a Sonic game and, like, Echo the Dolphin. That thing, that looked really good. Like, it had a nice bright screen. It looked a lot nicer than the GBA, but it ate through batteries like nobody's business. But on the GBA, I got that for Christmas along with Pokemon Fire Red, and that was... Oh my goodness, like when I got that, I spent literally the entire day staring at that screen doing nothing else, which I've kind of been doing with the new ones now too. (laughs) So I guess some things never change.
0: All right, so real quick, before we're done, everyone, if you had to pick one classic game franchise that was probably your favorite as a kid, what would you pick?
1: Halo.
2: As a kid? Yeah, I guess Halo.
0: Or Star Wars, I guess. We talked a lot
3: about Star Wars games.
0: Pokemon, I guess. I hate to say it, but it was definitely the one I played the most. Bugsy? Pepsi, that's right. <laughs> no, the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games. Oh, just collectively. I think I have more time in those than anything else.
2: Well, I want to ask all our listeners, too, uh, the same question Nick just asked. You have to pick one game from your childhood to be your favorite. Which one is that? And we time, so thank you for listening to us. I'm Joshua.
0: I'm Nick. I'm Kyle.
2: And I'm Zach. Be sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple, Google, and on Twitter, and listen to us on YouTube. Uh, Thanks you for listening. We're the four fanboys. See you next week.